0: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? You are one pathetic loser.
1: (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the podcast where we discuss the best and worst movies from the 90s. This is Real 90.
0: If you're going to spew, spew into this. The first rule of Fight Club is,
2: you do not talk about Fight Club. What's your favorite scary movie? You can't handle the
0: truth!
1: On episode 15 of Real 90, we will be discussing the 1991 comedy, The Super. But first, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Nick Prince.
2: I'm Ricky Glor, And I'm Eric Hunter. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey. Good. This is A the- little less good since I had to watch this turd burglar of a movie. Oh, That's good. It's
1: the late night edition of Real 90. <laughs> 10 o'clock The turd burglar gonna Get down and dirty And talk about joke. This Pesci. movie
2: burgles your turds This movie will This movie is the Santa The opposite is the Grinch Of <laughs> turd stealing
0: Like not, Jim Carrey's the Grinch Or It's not really well, I It's mean, not just horrible, whatever the Grinch. Horrible. He's
2: the opposite of He's the opposite of Santa He comes in down your chimney And goes and steals your turds I mean that's, And then you're like You know I mean they're turds So I don't care That this guy's stealing them Whatever That's his thing but it's still like he's taking something that is mine, something that I made.
1: I don't know why we keep bringing up turds.
2: <laughs> because that's what this movie is. This movie is a turd. But you should introduce it. I right? will. I'm going to introduce your- it. So,
1: uh, released in 1991, The Super, written by Rod Daniel and written by Sam Simon, which was his first screenplay that he wrote and it chose. Um, <laughs> starring Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci plays Louis Kritsky, Uh, son of a, I guess, I don't know. He'd be a millionaire. He owns several properties. I'm thinking this takes place in New York, right? Or is it Chicago? New York. New York. All right. So his father owns a lot of land, land, uh, buildings in New York. And I believe, I forget which birthday it is, but he gives one building to his son on his birthday. And immediately he's, he's taken to court and he is sentenced to 120 days And he has to live in his own building, which is ran down, and he has 120 days to bring it up to code. And this is like the worst, the slums of the slums, nothing works, his apartment barely has a floor, it's leaking, his sink farts, as he says at one point, belches a bunch of water back up. Um, So he tries to hold off repairing uh, under his father's wishes, um, because his father is a slum Uh, so eventually you can imagine what happens. He, his heart grows three sizes larger and he begins to like, the <laughs> and, he tenants. Your and he steals your turds and he steals <laughs> your turds. He, uh, starts true. to it's relate to true. his tenants and he flips the building over in 120 Yay! Days. A happy ending.
2: Yeah, right before the scene where the father tries to set the building on fire, oh, thus yeah. probably killing all the tenants. No, he was just going to set the roof a on fire. It would have been a small
1: roof fire, that's all no, just the roof, just the roof on fire, <laughs> just, just a roof little fire. bit,
2: just a little bit of fire.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I saw this movie for the first time probably when I was, uh, I don't know, maybe ten, so a few years after it came out, and uh, I liked it then, Maybe just because I was on. I saw Joe Pesci in Home Alone, so I was just like, oh. Maybe it's because you're a racist.
2: Maybe it's because you're a <laughs> racist as a 10 year old.
1: Which is funny because this movie is taken off. Um, it's not really a remake, but it's a takeoff of The Landlord, a 1970 movie starring Bo Bridges and Lee Grant. And this one, Bo Bridges, uh, he plays Elgar Enders, I believe. He runs away from home. Um, he ends up buying a building, and his idea is to turn the building into like a huge like party loft but he begins he falls in love with some one of the tenants and it's kind of the same ending to where he cares for all the tenants so he flips the building for them
2: and and a crucial point to to note is that the landlord is not a comedy and when they made this and they wrote this they said well you know what i think we can make a great comedy out of that right as long as we have a a shit ton of racial stereotypes um some slurs and joe pesci getting because clearly it worked in home alone getting hit in the nuts or falling off of things yeah and saying the f word a bunch
1: yeah and it's not like i like joe pesci and um uh shit anything casinos? else is it because he's in casino uh, right yeah like i like pretty that much anything like when else. he's yeah pretty much anything else. but like home alone he was good obviously but i mean i'm talking like when he's He's the Joe Pesci well, we, we all talked, know and He Can and stuff. We talked,
2: yeah, we talked about Home Alone. Is he's really good in Home Alone because uh, at the top of the movie, before all of the slapstick happens with Kevin, him and Marv are they're invested, they're real characters, they're real people, and he's playing it real. He's playing like it's one of his characters from Goodfellas, Raging Bull, yeah, or a Casino. And then when the slapstick happens, you know, it's them getting the revenge and stuff. He's playing it honest in the first movie. That's this is there's no there's zero honesty in any of the characters in this movie
1: until the end, Until he, he warms up to him. But even then, I I think that he just did it to get out of there. Like he, I, to just you get think? Out of the building. Do you think he actually like kept up with the building? Even though, like, he's still the building owner, but Marlin or whatever or whatever the guy's name. is. I don't
2: know. I was the, the Reuben. There believes. was a lot of things at the beginning that. That made me know that this movie um, was not going to be my cup of tea. But the moment that they kind of um, put in the plot device of the the reason this the setting in action for the rest of this movie of being that his dad would cut him out of his million dollar will if he did any repairs to this building, when he knows that if his son does zero, doesn't do any of the repairs to the building, he'll go to jail.
1: Right, that's why he came up with the the roof fire. How good
2: is a million dollar, yeah, how good is a million dollar will
1: if if I'm
2: in jail, if my son's in jail?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't really understand what his dad was, I guess he was trying to just keep the Kritsky family name. Well, he kept... I forget. There is one line where he's like, "When what does was the Kritsky do when he gets a building? Absolutely nothing, or something." Along well, he, he so that's his, like the Kritsky. His motto. dad
0: keeps saying that the the DA's office, the judge, they're all pushovers. Nothing's ever going to happen. He's been doing this for years, you know. So his dad hasn't changed yeah. with the times, right? Until this, um, the lawyer lady steps right. in,
1: and she means business. But yeah, I
0: mean, as many Joe Pesci movies I've seen in my lifetime, I never thought I'd see one this bad. <laughs> 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 like i feel like the script was definitely written for somebody else and for some reason they're like hey yeah joe pesci's big let's get joe pesci like yeah
2: but did they put in all the joe pesci isms into it though like i feel like they did this movie was for someone else and then they were like, "Should Joe, should we make Joe Pesci act and maybe do something different? No, let's just have him say fuck well,
0: about." So and so I'm watching the movie and it's like over dramatic. Joe, Joe Pesci is what it is, and I started. Yeah, I felt that too. Like he was. Yeah, yeah. And I started thinking back. He was like to all of the impressionists that I've seen do a Joe Pesci impression. And it's this. This is the movie <laughs> like they were doing that it. they get that from, like with the really squinty eyes and like looking up and in a distance, and you know, like just the real tart like attitude. Like this is the movie that they're in, that they're getting this impersonation from.
2: Yeah. Well, I always feel like they the impersonations like Jim Brewers is a heightened version, and they always do the lines from Goodfellas, like like what am I funny like a clown, like all of that. I feel like the people who made this movie saw that character in Goodfellas and was like, "Oh man, wasn't he so funny and great in that movie? Wouldn't he be great in a comedy if he didn't kill people?
0: No. Yeah.
2: (laughs) No, it's terrible. Like,
0: I'm sorry, but he's he's typecasted as being kind of that mafia mob guy. I mean, that's it. You know? Well, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I can't think of a movie where that I've seen that he isn't playing like the bad guy.
2: So my question is, did my my cousin Vinny came out before this? Yes.
1: What's that? My cousin before? I think so. I think my cousin Vinny was
2: 1990 before the super. Okay. So yeah, he And home alone came out in 90. Yeah. So Joe Pesci was kind of like, let's get him into more, um, less. I mean, God, this movie has to be R rated. I didn't even check. Because uh, of just the l- language alone. It, may- it maybe is. It's R rated, right. yes. Okay. Well, what I was saying is, like, they're trying to make this movie kind of like to be a more acceptable movie because, you know, he was in My Cousin Vinny. You know, everybody saw that it was I an Oscar take nominated movie. My Cousin Vinny came Home Home out alone. the following year. Oh, it did? To oh. 92. I don't know what the excuse is because, like, this is supposed to feel like a f- kind of a family movie? Uh, but clearly no, I isn't. don't think this is no, a family No, I make.
1: wouldn't put it as a family movie at all, but I just think it's... But it
2: doesn't really push the envelope enough to not be a family movie, because really the language is the only thing that keeps this from being a TV movie.
0: Um, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I could, because
2: that's what the script writing felt like to me.
0: I don't know about that. Like, I don't... I'm,
1: I mean, I can kind of see where you're getting that. Just especially towards the end where he gets all warm-hearted towards his tenants. Because to me, there was like a lot of... Well, not really a whole lot of up and downs. But that was the big turning point. That was the dramatic thing. Is he just immediately switches and wants to be friends with all the tenants. To go downstairs yeah. and be part of that party. Everybody's having a good time except for him. And that was the goofiest scene. Him trying to... It was it. both of them. Yeah. Just yeah. Both him of them. dancing up there. That was just
0: both uh.
2: party scenes are awful. Um, and then the music of the day, it's great to hear that. And is it, is it Yeah, great they play the, that? I noticed that
1: each party was the exact same yes. music. The exact same piece of music was playing at each party. Like that's all they could get rights to was this one track of music.
2: <laughs> well, and this is, uh, our second movie with Joe Pesci. I don't believe he was in anything else. Um, and this is also our second movie with the clearly talented Ruben Blades. Oh, my God. He was, <laughs> yeah. Predator 2. he was way better in this than oh, he was in Predator come on, 2. guys. Yeah. No, he was. I think he was better. I think he was better in Predator 2. Are you serious? <clears throat> yeah. No, he was. I like nothing. I like nothing about this movie. I like Vincent Gardena, who plays. You liked it. You liked
1: dad. when it ended. That's what you liked about this movie. You no, liked, I you didn't that that even like was that. So bad. No, no, no. I just meant when oh, you turned ending. it off. That was your favorite part.
2: Oh yeah. Well, I'm glad that if I mean this isn't a recommendation for anybody listening to go watch it, but the full movie is on YouTube. Um, you can buy it on Amazon Prime or YouTube for two ninety nine, but you can watch it for free with some Spanish subtitles on YouTube. Or which I almost—I mean, I almost didn't do this because I was going to pay the two ninety nine on Amazon Prime. But I was in a DVD store the other day, and they were selling it for sixteen ninety nine. Used? Are you serious? That's how rare. Damn. That's how rare of a DVD this is.
1: Holy crap! I'm surprised it's two ninety nine on Amazon. Like, it,
2: yeah. Least, I don't know least, if two ninety nine is once. the lowest
1: price, but it seems like this would be like a ninety nine cent or a like a no $1.99. lowest
2: price. Is for free on YouTube oh, yeah. with Spanish subtitles. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> 16
1: bucks. That's crazy. I mean, I'll never oh, ever buy this movie. And I'm glad I've never no. never purchased it when I was younger. But yeah, it just didn't... Yeah, I just don't remember how it was. Maybe it was just... I think it was just because I was young and he was cussing. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this is
2: awesome.
0: <laughs> this you is know. so cool. But... N-
2: <laughs> I felt like... Was it just me? Am my being too PC? But like this movie went out of the way to be racist in yeah, so many different ways. No, I, I mean the it landlord. It's pieces. just from
1: the synopsis of the Jewish. landlord was the exact same way. It was all okay. A slumlord, so it must be all black tenants and well, Hispanics. And this one was a slumlord, so it must be all black. Well, and that the and, cheap, Hispanics. and
2: that the cheap the cheap super and owner of the buildings is italian
1: yeah jewish or italian Kritzky, i guess that's jewish but yeah so they're right they're white they're rich and they don't give any back to their tenants
2: i wanted to see if i was maybe i was just wasn't getting the humor maybe the Pratt falls and the joe pesci getting hit in the nuts and being racist and cursing a lot maybe that was funny to some people so i went on imdb as i do for some movies and on the message boards um, like, there was one conversation about the racism of the movie and someone stated they're like someone was stating that it, it's of course you know it's a white person in charge of all these poor people and another person stated it's like you go to New York and you find me one white landlord <laughs> like, and that, like, that's the, the fiction of the movie there are no white landlords in the slum right. areas there are no white slum lords Hmm. And the other thing I found was that Rotten Tomatoes critics, uh, this is a zero percent rating.
1: Oh, I Rotten thought it was tomatoes. like thirty-eight percent.
2: It might. be. Oh, maybe um, that might be the
1: viewers, like the users or whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah, users is thirty-eight. percent I knew it was zero Nothing. But cost twenty-two million to make, and I think made eleven back. And mm-hmm. it's total run. So yeah, it's, it's a good return. <laughs> A flop. <laughs> who is so? Who is this movie geared towards? I don't I know. Think if, it's not a fam- if it's Pesci. not a family movie,
0: I mean, no, I'm being I'm being serious. Like I think it's I think <laughs> right. He was on the height of his career, so. so that's
2: another. That's another trivia. That's another trivia thing on IMDb was even though Joe Pesci gets uh, a lot of top billing for movies, this was his first only starring top billing of yeah, a movie. Yep. There's always usually someone above And look him, what happens. Like, Casino, there's Robert De Niro. Um, yeah, and like, so I'm like, <laughs> man, you got one chance to run a whole vehicle.
1: I mean, I don't know how much we can actually blame on Joe Pesci. I mean, it's... Rod Daniels he and Sam. Son- I know he did it, but he's having a director that. Come on, Rod Daniels went on to direct Beethoven Two, <laughs> Home Alone Four, <laughs> like s- sequel. So he's not exactly the Spielberg of directors. Like he is just given these like sequels of sequels of sequels of movies to direct. Because nobody else wants them. Because they're like, I don't want to ruin my reputation. And he's like, I'll do it for the paycheck. It's, I
2: don't care. It's yeah, it's great. Because that's what I was exactly what I was getting ready to say. Before when they the studio, whatever studio presents him the script, he's like, no, don't tell me the title. Right. Yeah. Every movie that I make is titled Paycheck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care.
1: Yeah. And this was Sam Simon's first screenplay, and I don't even know what he went on to write. But I mean, I think we can all agree the the writing is not yes yeah, it's, is that it's really pretty ridiculous? bad like that's some of the, of the stuff it's just
0: it's such a far stretch of what's really going on like the uh uh what scene was it he was
1: well i think we kind of we kind of hit on it before when he was like it's almost like they knew that joe pesci took the right so he's like oh right. i gotta write but i mean joe pesci lines here and like how you said before it's almost like he was impersonating himself like he went and watched all these other joe pesci films and was like, well, this I is know. how like, we talk. So I well, must it's write that. It that
0: and way. I think they went even farther. Like I think they they were trying to go for over the top. Like there's a a really short scene. I think it's like before or after the second like quote unquote party that they have that he's not invited to, and he yells something, and then somebody yells something at him um or life he says something like life is great and then the guy's like and then you die and then suddenly he like completely turns he's like i'm gonna double your rent and then rather than stopping it there the ominous voice from the other side of the wall says something to the effect of well now i get to write two bad checks a month like it's not one it's not well written and two it goes on for so long it's like what were they thinking like why did they think this was a good idea like oh man, they're, the kids are gonna <laughs> love that. They love this Joe Pesci guy, man. Let let's just keep him talking.
2: But again, the kids. So who who are they selling it to? The 16 year olds who can get into the theater and that are like, you know what I want to see? I want to see a slapstick kind of family movie. Family movie outline, but with Joe Pesci, right. and because he's in it, it's rated R because know. of the language. So Sam it's,
1: Simon went on to. He actually, did. he's written a lot. He wrote for Taxi. He wrote for Cheers. He went uh, he went on after the, was this 91? Maybe that's
2: where that television vibe comes from. Yeah. Maybe that's where I'm getting the TV movie thing yeah. from.
1: He did something for the Simpsons video game. It says characters. Then he actually went on to write for the Simpsons movie. So,
2: oh, so he was a Simpsons So, writer. I mean,
1: he has some, he has comedy in his background. I just don't think he just like you said i think it's very episodic the way he kind of writes is like nothing really seemed to like tie everything together in this movie so maybe that's that's why it kind of felt it was
2: the scene you just mentioned hunter about the conversation going on a little too long when he's yelling through the walls i thought the uh now i'll have to write two bad checks i i thought that was funny but it wasn't long enough i felt like if they would have had like that conversation go on even longer than it's just two people yelling at each other through walls it might have gotten to be funny like one of those things like yeah well that's yeah that's the whole you know the first time you
0: do it it's funny the second Um, time you do it it's hilarious you know and you keep coming back to it yeah Yeah, i mean i get that but
2: like if that had been a running gag through the movie that all he does is end up having these yelling matches with this guy but then maybe ends up having a long conversation like office space the dedrick batter character right who's always talking to his neighbor through the wall like, if they'd have done something like that, like, if that would have been a small plot through the movie, like, that would have been funny. But this movie, I, again, I, I'm just not sure who it was trying to tap into. And a lot of unresolved storylines of that Marlin character yeah. um, hustling Joe Pesci throughout the whole movie. And Joe Pesci never calling him out on it. I mean, we know Joe Pesci's not a dumb guy. So, like, we got no clue no, to that storyline.
0: I don't know. Like, it's just... I don't know, man. I just really, really don't know what they were doing because not I mean I watched. I'm not kidding. I watched the whole movie from start to finish. I even waited till after the credits to hope that there was some well, sort good. of you know, good. like closure or maybe like a...
1: <laughs> like somebody would come up and be like some Or maybe like sitting a, on a stool a janky, like here's like, the story
0: if sex you're confused tape of Joe Pesci Let me maybe. Fill in the I would have even taken that over um but I just there was wow. just nothing like and then the song at the end, what was with the song at the end? Like they wrote a Joe Pesci, the, the super oh, I what. rap. Yeah. Like
2: a remix. They thought this was going to be so big that they, made they would sell the soundtrack. Song. Yeah.
1: It'd be a music video. Well,
2: I mean, it's, it's got the soundtrack of the nineties. It's got, can't touch us. And a couple, other. that's the yeah. song
1: that was constantly playing at the big
2: park. 90s song. Um, and then my question is, too, is I asked Nick, because I didn't look into it, the cover and the poster for all this is the Milk character holding Joe Pesci up by yeah, the back milk of man. his suit. The Milk the, Man. And, yeah, and I thought, always looking at the cover, because I'd never seen this movie, but I'd seen the box and whatnot, at video stores, that that was Scottie Pippen.
0: Wow, because that's not racist at all.
2: And that the movie hits Why, because something-
0: he's black and he's tall and he's playing basketball? Well, I mean... Jesus, Ricky
2: <laughs> What? What? No, the headgear. Yeah, the headgear yeah and the haircut. that's what it is. No My thing is like, why box. is he
1: even on the cover? He's literally in the movie for to say that someone five minutes?
2: looks right. It makes no sense. But to say that someone looks like someone else is not uh-huh. a racist. anywho. I thought the movie was about that he was Scotty Pippen's agent, like what? in basketball or something. Like I thought that was what the, the movie. I don't. I'd always just seen the box called the Super, and it's with this basketball player wearing the the glasses and the headgear holding Joe Pesci up. So I figured that that character had to deal have a bigger part in the movie. And as Nick just pointed out, yeah. he has one scene that maybe and lasts this 3 is, minutes.
1: That was his only movie. His name's Todd Montero and according to IMDb, he has one credit for one thing and it's the super hey. milkman.
2: Was that in his contract? They're like, if I do this movie, you got to put me on all promotional materials.
1: <laughs> right. I want to be on the box. We'll give you a million dollars. No, no, no. I, wanna I just want to be on the, the box. box. This is okay, we'll $2. okay, we'll give you $2. We'll give you $2 Okay. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know why he's on the on the cover. And I don't know why he kind of looks like a bellhop, too, on the cover.
2: How now that that's racist. racist.
1: <laughs> You're just saying that now after everything I say. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. That's racist. I'm tired. Yeah, that's so racist. Yeah, so... um, Garbage. you guys think this is... It's garbage. So do you think it's dated? You can say it, Nick. It's okay. (laughs) All right. It is garbage. I'll give you that.
2: Dated, yes. Uh, Ridiculously dated. Music, Um, everything. Dated. scenery, dated. Dated. Joe Pesci, dated. Oh, the wig. Yeah, what was that about? His hairpiece.
0: Like, what's wrong with him (laughs) being bald? Like, I understand Uh, he's supposed to be younger. I get that. But it's like, (laughs) come on, man. It's Joe Pesci. Just give it to him.
2: Well, a great movie that they play with that in is um, JFK. Where uh, he plays a character named David Ferry, which was a real-life person. But David Ferry is super vain and wears this terrible-looking wig that everybody else calls out about. About how bad his wig looks. And I was like, yeah, because Joe Pesci doesn't have hair. Anything that's up there. It's like Bruce Willis, when he wears a hairpiece. I don't know. Something i mentioned on the johnny monomic like i don't know why every movie has oh to my have God, the main character has to have a mnemonic. romantic interest mnemonic mnemonic the m is silent mnemonic whatever <laughs> mnemonic. <laughs> why do we have <laughs> Monomina? why do we have to have the lawyer be somewhat of a romantic love interest
0: because she was the only pretty girl they could get so uh, why not yeah and why they needed they, why to do something they, with the story why couldn't
2: the part be a dude why did that have to be part of the story
1: because then, like, the whole thing would have been nothing but dudes. Like, they needed that, that I don't know, the the
0: yin to his yang. They
2: didn't, they didn't need it because it never came to anything and it didn't matter. I don't
0: know. I feel like maybe they were trying right. to. Right. No, I agree. I mean, I agree with that, that, that. Maybe they were trying to help the audience along. Cause like, look, there is some good qualities. This girl's kind of liking him. So he's got to have something. I don't know. Yeah, that could be it.
2: But why does she like him? There's I mean, no reason for her to like him. I he's liked a terrible him, right? human being. Well, no, and that he's that's a
0: chose. When you say stuff like that. Is that racist now? Bit. Is that a racist? A Is that Thanks, racist? Obama. Is that racist? <laughs> a little bit. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, so dated. Uh,
2: yes. Yeah, dated, yeah, dated,
1: dated. Trash dated. Got it. All right, let's hear these amazing oh. ratings. Ricky, what do you <laughs> what do you give? You have to give oh. something. <laughs>
2: we're starting with me i'm giving ouch. it a point five, a point 0.5 rating ouch
1: damn Half i mean
2: of one real
1: ebert gave it two stars at least
2: Ooh! out of five
1: is that what he's out of yeah. it's out of a I thousand i think asking. he i think it is out of five a million well, stars. He was drunk that day. That's
2: the fucked up thing with Ebert. Yeah, no. He, if you he gave th- two stars, if you go through Cisco and Ebert's ratings through the years, they give some uh, fantastic movies a star rating, Ooh. and then give things like the Super. They're like, well, I mean, we don't want to, we don't want to beat up a terrible movie already. It's not going to do well, so it doesn't matter what right. we say. Let's just give it two stars. <clears throat> like, it's not going to help it. It's not going to hurt it. So yes, Man. half a star for Ricky. Half a real, half a real, half, half a real, reel. half a real. Um, I was going to give <laughs> Eric, it
1: one. Be gentle, be gentle.
0: So oh. that's. I mean, I was thinking one and a half, but now I go back and think about it. I really. I am only going <laughs> to give like, it nope. one real. That's racist if I give it a one and a half. You
2: gave Mystery Science Theater three thousand one real. So this is just as good as that movie. No, this is
0: just as bad as that movie.
2: <laughs> Very well. You think they're said. equal? You think they're well
0: equal. said? I
1: think they're both utter I, shit. Yes. Okay. I, uh, I'm okay. going with Eric here. I'm going
0: to give it a reel. There you go. Uh,
2: pussies. <laughs> My, what? What do you want me to
0: say? <laughs> now, see, here's here's why I gave it a reel. So, the, the movie's crap. I get that. But it, it does have Joe Pesci in it.
1: There, I, I mean, I did laugh at a few
0: parts.
2: <laughs> Wait, no, that's not an excuse. There sure it is. <laughs> this is the worst thing ever, but it has Joe But it's Pesci. got Joe Pesci in if it. If it was the worst like, thing ever, I wouldn't we've all have... Talked? We've all Are, talked about it. The movie may have been better, and maybe the script wouldn't have been as influenced if someone else would have played the part.
0: But it was Joe Pesci, so th- it gets one I reel. think
2: this movie suffers, but I think this movie suffers from Joe Pesci.
1: No, um, Who would you cast, then, if, you, if you could recast the Joe Pesci?
2: With this script?
1: Yeah, with this script. Yeah, just the script. Now you just... Now, it's not, now, take away maybe some of the language, because I'm thinking a lot of that was probably Joe Pesci. Probably. Like, this is the way Joe Pesci's going to say it. So
2: One, I don't make it as elusive a comedy as they make it. I make it more serious, and you have someone who's more grizzled, like Al Pacino.
1: No. Hmm.
2: I make it more of a serious movie. So
1: you, you want to make it more of, like, Landlord. More of a drama, yes. a, a dramedy.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would make it more of a drama. I would put, if you're going to have a romantic interest, as you mentioned with The Landlord, you have it with a down-and-out single mom and her kid in one of the units that they end up starting. A, like, you know, you would have a juxtaposition, unlike this movie, where Joe Pesci had Heather, who was basically just fucking him for his money, and then once he was living there, she had wanted nothing to do with him. I wanted to show the other side of that coin... And have him be really find true love in this poor woman that he didn't even consider people, and then she's the mother of the child, whatever the lovable young, scrappy kid who says the f word, and everyone goes, "Ha, that's funny."
1: Um, I don't know. I put Jack Nicholson. He's my lead. What
2: Nicholson? Yes, Nicholson. I could see. I would I, put Nicholson in I, there. I think you and I are on the same. You and I are on the same wavelength. No. Well, well. Pacino, uh, like I would Sin still woman.
1: Like I like Nicholson when he does. Because he's so he has that just pissed off angry look all the time, but I like his comedy like that style. Because you're
2: thinking of you're thinking of Nicholson um, as good as it gets. Um,
1: Yeah, or like when he goes crazy in The Shining.
2: (laughs) You're right, Nicholson. That's what I want. I want him to be like busting through the doors. Like here's Johnny. Where's my rent? (laughs) What? i would watch that movie
0: how about brendan fraser brendan fraser
2: brendan fraser so this was made in the later latter 90s yeah
0: same cast yeah um, same scenario brendan fraser same cast yeah.
2: no i would st- you You still have to i think alter the story of if you're going to have a love interest you got to give the sto- story something deeper
0: now nah, brendan fraser solves everything
2: because the movie ends with joe pesci we don't know learning anything because he drives away in a convertible that he thinks his yeah like, and i don't and know who that guy clothes. is
1: you yeah. never you never see that guy in the entire movie what and the hell was that all about like he comes everybody- out from the other building and
0: yeah like at first oh. i thought it was like, he,
1: first th- he should have been like a threat through the whole movie like somebody that yeah. you get fear from so you could feel a little you, you'd be like oh shit he's in trouble right they were just going maybe for like a big black dude. maybe that's
2: the guy he's yelling at the whole movie or something i don't know
1: i don't think he even lives in that building
2: no, I don't he think He drives a either.
1: Corvette and has, like,
0: a full-length leather
1: He just happens to be that guy.
0: Nicer living.
2: Yeah, he happened to be that terrible joke at the end. Like, I, at first, I Which, thought yeah. they
0: were, like, that they hid his car and replaced it with, the, with just the frame. And I was like, oh, that yeah. was pretty clever. But then the guy comes out and he's like, hey, who took my car? And it's like, wait, what? They stole the car from somebody? Like, what the f- And
1: then everybody point in unison. Freeze frame.
0: They didn't, they didn't. Joe Pesci no, didn't notice that when this, he got into the driver's seat, it was like four feet back and all the and way had, back and like <laughs> Now that's racist. <laughs> no, the guy was huge. What are you talking about?
2: Can't there's reach a the pair. Of, there's a pair of there's a pair of fuzzy dice hanging from the uh rear view mirror. Yeah, and like there's a he pops the on the
0: radio and it's like
2: there's a dead hooker. Big booty
0: hose, hop with it. I mean
2: <laughs> There's wow. hydraulics
0: big bag of coke in the passenger seat. Okay. All
2: right. <laughs> a watermelon and chicken oh, and some great seat. Tr- Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and a copy of Shaft on Beto. Go.
0: Shaft. <laughs> Good. <laughs> grief. Oddly
2: enough, those are the same things that Joe Pesci <laughs> had in his cartoon so so. He
0: didn't notice.
2: <laughs> so he didn't notice at all. Uh, didn't notice one bit. What? And how lucky were they, like, that that dude pulls up on the opposite side of the street in the same exact make and model color Corvette, and right. he's, le- <laughs> it, was so it was so bad, it was so bad.
0: I don't know, man, this, this yeah. is really bad.
2: So we gotta do favorite lines, because we still haven't done that.
0: Yeah, I can do that. Mm.
2: Um, okay, you start yeah, off. Yeah, so my favorite line is actually pretty up. early
0: in the movie, um, Big Lou uh joe pesci's dad they're sitting around the dinner table and for some reason i don't remember what brought it up but he turns to heather and says
2: how far did you go how far did you
0: go in high in school she said oh well when i was in high school i wouldn't let a guy touch me but then when i got to community college i turned pretty (laughs) wild (laughs) like and at first i was like what is she Oh, okay Alright, I get it
2: It was a funny joke, but because the first half an hour of the movie I was hating this movie I was like, ha, one good funny joke in a half an hour Keep it going yeah. And it felt, it was a very, like Nick had pointed out This guy wrote a lot of sitcoms It felt like a sitcom joke But yeah, that that scene, I I liked the joke But because I hated the movie so much I couldn't appreciate it enough
0: I don't know, so that's mine, Nick Nickeris Huh, what?
2: <laughs> Where am I?
1: Where are they? Um, I don't know. I really didn't have any great. Oh, are, are you
2: looking it up right now? Are there, you I mean, there was. Right now,
1: <laughs> I always do this. No, one that's Aww. not even on here is the. Uh, I always uh, do this. The why? Why do they call you the Milkman? <laughs> and then he stands up, and you have that camera shot looking down, and makes him look tiny, and goes, but it's "Because I killed the Milkman." Yeah, it's terrible. So there's that one, or the one where he says a fucking sink that yeah, farts.
2: And that was a joke because I was going to say, like, why do they call you the milkman? And he looks down and he says, because I deliver. Like, like, it would have it
1: been said? funny if it was just like, I don't know, I like milk. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or, I mean, anything. <laughs> what they said didn't even make because sense. Because I killed, the, he milk killed the milkman. Well, I guess. He
0: killed a milkman, so they call him the milkman. Yeah, so I guess if you kill somebody, you take over their station in life, and then you have to do their job. And- <laughs> like, if he would have killed a clown, that they would have al- called him the clown. Hunter,
2: Hunter, that already sounds like a better street treatment than this. <laughs>
0: accidentally hit the president. I an idea for a movie. Oh, I guess I'm president now. Yeah.
2: Awkward. Um, my favorite line of the movie was, uh, it was a callback line. I guess I liked it maybe because it was a callback. Was when his toilet's clogged and he's got a poop. And he goes downstairs to the grandmother of the child. And he says, I'll pay you whatever you want to use your bathroom. And she goes, no. And he goes, what do you want me to do, shit outside? And she said, Lincoln did. Yeah, that was door, pretty good. Calling back earlier to what is he supposed to read by candlelight and study his homework and he's like Abraham Lincoln did yeah. I agree it was a good yeah. one ha, ha 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 I agree
0: I agree so there you go good quote, bad movie pretty bad like
2: let's talk I mean well I you're welcome now you're welcome for fuck you <laughs> hey it sparked some good yeah.
1: conversation we all hated it
2: yeah it's like the exact opposite of a league of their own um so for now we're on to recommendations or to steer clear of movies. I kind of feel like since we just trashed a movie for the last uh, 30 so minutes, let's let's have these be some recommendations of things that we've watched recently.
1: Well, uh, I'm on the I'm watching The because Nightmare we're all, on Elm Street. We all
2: agree, sorry, not to cut you off, but I think we all agree we recommend this movie to nobody. There's no one that I could think of that I was like, "Oh, if you like some, if you like this, you'll like the super." Right. Like, there's no one I would subject this to.
1: Yeah, unless like he's a diehard Joe Pesci fan.
2: Yes, that's if you if you if you have to see every Joe Pesci movie, watch the super. If but you have a shirt that, that
1: says "I have to see every Joe Pesci movie," then I will come up to you and say, "Well, you should see the super." Should probably yes. pick a different actor to follow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, Nick. What have you been watching recently? Uh,
1: I've started the Nightmare on Elm Street series on number three now. And I forgot how horrible number two was.
2: How could you forget?
1: I think I probably forgot because I think I either skipped it because I've seen it once before and I was just like, this is horrible. And I skipped it or I watched like a little bit of it and I was like, this is gay, which it is (laughs) intended to be. that's what the writer did he wrote that to be gay um
2: it is voted the gayest horror movie of all time i don't believe that yeah no it was by I crack know, magazine. Dude, it's, it was it's pretty the bad horror movie it's there's subliminally, it. subliminally gay things in it like when he's cleaning up his room <laughs> he's on holding shelf the cork in gun his closet he has a game called probe yep um a sign on his door says no chicks allowed i've never he screams never like a girl in the it. shower and also he was an openly gay actor
1: yeah okay. so that doesn't help either but anyway, um, so saw that I'm on number three, which is considered to be the best one, the Dream Warriors. But I really liked one. I forgot how much I really enjoyed one, the first one. So, but on three, so plan to watch them all. It'll probably take a month because we're. It's like the movie. We'll pop it in at night, like in bed, and then watch like twenty minute, thirty minute chunks of each one.
2: Yeah, I recommend the Elm Street series. It's probably my favorite horror series. Um, you know, like any. I mean, most horror movie series, for me, they have more bads than good. I think the Elm Street series is pretty solid and consistent all the way through. Um, You get a couple not-so-great ones here and there, um, two being probably my second-to-least favorite. Um, But, yeah, all in all, fun, good horror movie series to see, especially if you haven't seen them, which I know your wife is watching them for the first time, right?
1: Yeah, I think she just saw maybe a little bit of the first one. Or she saw the whole... The whole uh, first one, but years ago. So yeah, this is. So she's pretty much watching them for the first time.
2: It's cool to it's cool to experience those with someone who doesn't know what's coming or doesn't know the whole lore, right? And who I haven't seen bru- them. I
1: can't yet. remember the last time that I actually watched all of them. Um, so there's a lot of like one and two, like I totally forgot scenes that occurred. So I think. Do you that's believe,
2: Do you think that you've watched all of them before? Have you definitely watched number five, The Dream Child?
1: i think so i think i've se- i mean i own the whole series so i'm pretty sure i've seen all of them now i've never right. i don't think i've ever uh watched them in a marathon setting before okay i think you and i have tried several times and we would just be asleep by four
2: i think i think we just end up watching three yeah we end up skipping two and watching three right um so similar to similar to that for me um, getting to watch something that I, I consider iconic with someone else for the first time and getting to feed off that energy is my girlfriend and I, we just watched Godfather 1 and 2, which she had never seen. Oh, And Eric. luckily, big things had not been ruined for her. So a lot of big, um, big scenes when they would happen, like surprising things, like she would gasp and make noise. And it's great because it just solidifies how classic those movies are. Now, she felt the same way I did. Is as, as much as people say two's a better movie, I, I think 1 is all around a way more solid, more entertaining film. Of course, 2 is almost double the time of 1, though, in movie run length. It's actually two discs on a DVD. Huh. But she, she really enjoyed those. Um, I'm not sure if I want to ruin her thoughts of the Godfather series by watching 3 with <laughs> three. her. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's just... I think it's the daughter that really makes that movie horrible because she Sophia can't act. Bopola. Yeah, and she's just—I don't know. Like you, they want you. He wrote it so you would be like, you need to care for her. So, spoiler alert: if anybody's not seen Godfather Three, when she dies at Come the end, years.
2: And, oh no!
1: When you're supposed to like really care for her and like. I will give it to Al Pacino like of course he's an amazing amazing actor like that scene on the church steps or the uh, opera house steps when she is killed and it they shoot it to where you don't even hear you see him screaming at the top of the lungs but you don't even hear him they took his scream entirely out and it's just the music and just to see him Hold a prolonged scream, and then finally they bring it in. Like I thought, that was genius how they shot that. Francis
2: Ford Coppola um, beautifully shoots all three movies. But yeah, they
1: all three. look amazing. They all look really good. It's just three. I just I like. I don't mind the story. The story's pretty good. It's just I don't. The, her, she I think just really ruined that film.
2: Well, what I like is um I don't know if you would say this about the Nightmare on Elm Streets, but I was really happy that the Godfathers hold up. That someone. The, with the sensibility and knowledge of movies nowadays kind of an audience that gets bored a little easier that what i consider um they're now older movies they still i think are just as good of course better than the garbage that a lot of garbage that gets turned out nowadays
1: well i just think it's just everybody really enjoys or guys anyway i'm sure girls do too but they really enjoy like the mafia the shoot 'em up killing movies and those are like the main movies to watch if you want that a gang yeah or the the five families the mafia yeah like that just every other movie seems like it's it's they're they're calling back to the godfather to pull stuff what? Yeah,
2: and the one thing that she pointed out was that the acting, um, especially in the first one, it continues in the second one, but just everyone, Robert Duvall, um, James Caan, Marlon Brando, Al Pacino. Yeah, the Diana
1: first Keaton, two are cast so well, and, yeah, the acting, Shire, is everybody is is strong.
2: John Cassavetes, it's, yeah, everyone is, is on top of their game. All right, Hunter, do you have something that you recommend or do not recommend?
0: Uh, I haven't really watched any Movies. I've been watching, oh, I've been watching t- a- TV. Just like TV shows. Like, I'm watching like Carnival this. right now.
1: Okay. Oh, I've been meaning to watch that. It, it's
2: okay. Have you watched it no. all before?
0: So this is the first time. It's okay. okay. It's. Um, I won't ruin it for you. There's a lot of characters that have a lot of secrets, and there's a lot of shit that goes unexplained, so you're kind of just scratching your head at the end of every episode, which I guess is enticing to watch the next one, hoping that... Like lost or unlike lost, uh, that they try to explain something rather than just give you more questions. So, like, I'm
2: halfway through. Are you still in the? No, first I'm halfway season?
0: through season two, and now I'm kind of just watching it just to be done with it because I don't really care about what's going on anymore because it's just so convoluted and it's just bullshit.
2: Well, do you wanna? Do you wanna be angry? <sighs>
0: I'm already angry. That's my secret. So ah. here's something
2: to make. Here's something to make you even more angry, and it's not going to ruin anything. Is there is no closure to? This oh no, series. I
0: I know that because it ended abruptly okay. or whatever it was. So was it meant yeah. that way, or did it just they quit writing? No,
2: they it? were supposed to do a season three, oh, and, okay. Um, for whatever reasons, it didn't happen. And the series, um, it's very they use a lot of act, the same actors, very David Lynchian. Mm-hmm. Um, just making words. Of that. So uh, I mean, I don't. I don't know if anybody's ever seen any of his movies or uh television series he's part of but it's very weird and you're expecting like you you mentioned lost like you want there to be an end well no
0: i i don't i don't want an end i just want i just want to know what's going on like they can go on forever like right you want
2: to you want explanation yeah because
0: it's like who cares what this person thinks and why are they so concerned and if this is supposed to be some old russian dude why does he sound like an 80 year old woman and Like, it doesn't make... Nothing makes any sense in this entire show. (laughs) Like, nothing. Like, there's no ground to stand on. And
2: if the priest... And if the priest is the devil, is the kid... Jesus... Like, what are the dynamics? It never gets answered. It feels like a series that, um... You think it it has a final answer. Like, there'll be a culmination where kind of everything's maybe not explained, but it'll come to a head. And there'll be a little bit more closure, and I don't know if a third season was going to do that, but the series the first season I liked, the second season I did not, and I think that's because it has yeah. no closure. I don't
0: know like I have a feeling I know what's going on, but i I you know I just I'm just entertaining thoughts trying to you know put up walls around this terrible art structure that's falling to pieces It's true
2: it's a lot of cool imagery but not a lot of yeah. substance because they don't explain a lot of stuff um, something for you guys I just got done watching it before we did the podcast it's on video on demand right now I think you can go see it at theaters actually as well um, and I think both of you will really enjoy it um, I know it's a movie that I think Danny Johns would really well, enjoy no. too our no. friend, um, <laughs> yeah that's not you know, saying because, much Ricky well it makes me think of Battle Royale it's an American movie based off of, I believe, an Asian movie. It's called Snowpiercer, and it stars Chris Evans. Okay. Snowpiercer. Um, I think both of you should write it down and watch. Um, I don't think it, I didn't think it was the best thing I ever mm-hmm. saw, and I didn't get really that feeling like after I was done watching Battle Royale, but it definitely had some Snow things in film it it didn't have that feeling like when i was done watching battle royale i was like i got to tell everybody about this this movie's amazing right. and blah 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 like snowpiercer had some elements of that it's a terrible title for the movie um but yes i suggest i'm not going to really discuss what what it's about but you guys you should guys? check it out
1: snowpiercer as in like pierce oh snowpiercer yes. there it does
2: Snow piercer and it's with Chris Evans, Captain America. <laughs> it's Snow
1: Piercer one word on IMDb, then it's like AKA yes. Snow Piercer Two words.
2: Yep, Snow Piercer one word. Um I, I think it'll be it's not it's not a movie like uh, a lot of movies that are out nowadays. They throw in some surprises and oh, Ed Harris. it'll catch you it'll catch you off guard. It's pretty good.
1: Kong Hol Song plays Namgong Misako Minsu. That's he racist. Taco? That's all I heard. He talk like a me talk about a taco. taco. Cool. Taco, taco, taco. Why I Yep, so uh there you go. It's good chatting with you yeah. guys.
2: I think we only have one thing left.
1: Oh yeah. Whose pick is it? Is yours? Ricky?
2: It is Eric's. No, it's, Eric. Oh, it's, it's Eric's Eric. Okay. Oh shit. Did you bring something? Did you bring something? to Hold me? on,
1: let me look at the shelf. I
0: brought, I brought three movies.
1: <laughs> three. So <laughs> oh, are we gonna no, marathon, gonna marathon them? them? Are we gonna pick? Are we voting uh, on which one we yes. want to watch?
0: So we can we and can, then you'll just uh, pick what uh, the one my you want. Can watch? I explain what the fucking movies are before you fucking? Mm. fucking <laughs> no, you can't. So we can either watch a movie that we either haven't heard of or maybe one of us has seen. Um, we can watch a movie that I've heard quite a bit about, but have never actually seen it from start to finish. And, um, Ricky, you'd probably be the only one that's Ooh. probably seen it. Um, or we can watch a movie that I know for a fact we are all going to fucking hate. I think we already <laughs> did that with the super. Well, no, so I don't think that we that one knew aside, that this movie was going to be that bad.
2: <laughs> um, the super? I didn't think I was this- going to dislike it as much as I did. But as soon as Nick sent me a message saying, huh, I guess I hadn't watched this movie since <laughs> yeah. I was a kid, I was like, god damn it. Nice.
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to go with... Um, uh, Can I, like, I ask the question of
2: I like the first person one. that you think has seen the first movie? Uh, you. Oh, so you think I've seen your number one and right. number two. Okay. Uh, I leave the decision up to you and Nick. Then my vote's number one. I would say definitely not number three. I don't want to hate the next movie uh, we watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, just I'm so you know, we're gonna watch
0: all three of these movies sooner <laughs> or later. <laughs> these so whichever one we we pick now, the other two will be your. That pick is correct. Later. So, do you want to get the really shitty okay. movie out of the way first, so, or what do you want to do?
2: No, we got to give yeah. a good one. For the I think next. I would
1: like to do the
0: shitty movie next, and then we'll do the one you haven't
2: yes. finished. Let's look so in. These. Let's do
1: the first one. Let's do the okay. First
0: one. So we are going to watch Candyman, the oh, horror movie. Right. This the
1: box cover on this one scared me as a yeah. kid. Walking down the horror movie section and Showtime Video, sadly it's not there anymore. No. But uh, yeah, I saw this one. I've never seen the movie, and I've always wanted to. But
2: starring Was Virginia, this the- Matt, starring yeah, Virginia right. Madsen and Tony Todd, um, produced by Clive Barker. Um, this is one of my favorite horror movies. There you go. Um, I know that
0: Tony... Uh,
1: was t- this the one where you looked in the in the mirror and said Candyman three times? Or was that Bloody Mary?
0: Yeah. Wasn't there something my with son- Candyman? Says- yes. Yeah, so I thought there was something Tony with Tony Todd is, oh, it is. Okay. It's pretty fairly as- well known in the horror scene nowadays. Um, he'll do little things here and there, but he's got such a distinctive face that even though I haven't seen oh, the movie, yeah. I know exactly who he is. And that terrifies me to my core.
2: The Candyman. It's very, it's very scary. There is, um, there is very scary imagery. Tony Todd is is frightening. Um, it takes place at Caperny Green in Chicago, which was a terrible, rundown South Side part of Chicago. It no longer is there. It has been rebuilt up. But this is a movie that uh, my brother loves. Eric owns it actually. And um, it's a movie that's still pretty scary today. It's one of the few movies that I still think holds up as having a good scare factor.
0: So there you go. We're gonna watch Candyman.
2: Candyman, I like Candyman, Candyman, Candyman.
0: Uh, I like it. All right, there you go. Anybody else have anything to say? Don't watch fucking the super. No, it's fantastic. terrible, <laughs> Wait,
2: wait. Don't watch fucking, fucking the super, the so- or don't. That's watch the, the super.
1: porno he wanted at the right, end. I of it. wanted the Joe Fessy sex tape.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's gross. It that is you gross. You get over it.
1: Alright, well that was episode fifteen of Real Ninety. Uh I'm Nick Prince.
2: I'm Ricky Glor, And
0: I'm Eric Hunter. Go watch a movie. Go watch a movie. But not the super.
2: Not the super.
0: Go watch Joe Pesci's sex tape.